Welcome to Nintendo Main episode 25. We are your hosts, Trey Johnson and... Hey, how's it going? It's Jeremy Mikowski. Hey, man. What's going on? Not a whole lot, man. Yeah. Just been hanging out this week, I guess. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a pretty crazy week for me. Uh, this, my, my birthday was on Thursday. Hey, and, happy uh, birthday, man. Thank you. And, uh, my, and my girlfriend's uh, best buddy was here, so we pretty, I've pretty much been having like a birthday week where I've been eating at a lot of nice restaurants and, you know, that type of thing. Going out and drinking and just crazy. Crazy time. Sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fun. I bought, uh, I also bought, I bought Dragon Warrior 1 and 2 for myself for, for a birthday present. <laughs> I bought that for the Game Boy. It's actually, uh, it's actually one of those, like, early Game Boy Color games that's not where you can play it on both, which is pretty rad. Like, you'd oh, play cool. it on, you'd play it on. Black cartridge? Yeah. It's like the black cartridge, but not the see-through one. Like, the see-through ones were the ones that were only playable on Game Boy Color, I believe. But, uh, yeah, you could, you, you could actually play it on, um, I could actually play it on Super Game Boy, but I've just been I've just been playing it on my on my Game Boy Advance or the GameCube. But it's but it's cool. I, I thought about like putting the putting the old batteries back in my old Game Boy and just trying it on there to see how it looks. See how much different it looks. I mean it'll be like on you the know, brick? Shades of green. Yeah, on the brick. Wow, dude. That'd be fun though. Yeah. I thought about just trying it on there 'cause I had I have a super game I had a super Game Boy and I think I lost it. I had one at my mom. It's either at my mom's house somewhere or it got lost in a move somewhere because I haven't seen it in a while. And I went I to some. I have a Super Game Boy. You? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah, no, you do. Well, if you got, well, if you got the game, you could try it out on there. I uh, I went to I went to some used video game place in uh, Milwaukee when I was there, and their their selection was kind of low, but they did have Super Game Boy there, and I just, I should have got it, but I didn't. I thought, it's I thought okay. they were pretty easy to get a hold of. Yeah, I thought about it for a second, but I was like, do I really need that? They actually, um, there's a, you can, you can buy a, there's like a, uh, somebody made a, um, a Game Boy Advance player that's like, that's basically like a Game Boy player for the Super Nintendo, which I thought was really cool. Wow. It's like a, it's like a cartridge that can play, they can play everything past the Super Game Boy, so it can play like Game Boy Color games and Game Boy Advance games. I wonder if it just like, it's just hijacking the video signal and all the, like it's got a whole, like chipset inside of it for a, a ROM thing, maybe. Or just the Game Boy Advance actually is inside the thing and the, the video signal just goes out cartridge port. yeah i was i was looking into buying one for a minute just out of curiosity but i ended up just buying my just buying a gamecube again with a game boy player and just being because i wanted to have i wanted to have a way to play you know game boy games on the tv is that yeah. expensive to get a game boy player i was actually given one for free because it didn't have a disc so i got one for free wow. and then and then i bought a disc off amazon for 10 bucks maybe so no it wasn't expensive for me I would like to get one of those. But yeah, I bought a yeah I bought a GameCube for myself like a couple birthdays back, and I I bought it at a used game store for like I don't know thirty bucks I think it wasn't that bad and uh, and they ga- and I asked them if they had a Game Boy player and they're like yeah we have one but we don't have the disc and I'm like, and they're like we'll just give it to you and I'm like okay so they gave me the Game Boy player for free and then I just looked online Score. And, and found found a disc for pretty cheap and just had them. You just bought the disc. You can buy. You can. It seems like you can buy parts of like almost everything online. You know, I found like because I have a I have like three wave birds and only two receivers for the wave birds. And I was gonna. And you can buy like you can just buy those little the little receivers. Like people sell just those. Also, also when I was when I was looking for the Dragon Warrior stuff, I found there was a company. I can't remember what they're called, but there's a company that makes um that makes like DS type holders for Game Boy games that they sell with the game, which I thought was pretty rad. Like you could buy a Game Boy game with a plastic plastic case. 
So what I mean, what what did you do for the week? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? I have just been playing WarioWare Twisted still. That is, that, just, is that is a good game. I'm just trying to unlock everything in it. It's my game of choice. After uh, yeah, after we did the WarioWare episode last week, I played I played the um, I played through the Game Boy or the GameCube version of, of WarioWare, yeah. the uh, the quote unquote remake or whatever. And uh, I noticed the reference to Dragon Quest in that as well. Well, I guess it would be in the Game Boy one too, but I didn't, I, I didn't notice it until after. I think it's the boss of Orbulon. It's either, and you were right whenever we were talking about, like, Orbulon was the IQ based one, I think originally. I think so. But um, I think it's the end. Of, and, you know, Orbulon has that part where you do the RPG, where you fight that guy, yeah. by, and you have to pick the right thing. There's a part where it says that, it says that you earn the Coupe de Grace, and Coupe de Grace is a move from Dragon Quest, which I thought was cool. So there was a little, re- a little reference to, dragon quest in there which i didn't know until now is the uh the depiction of the enemy the same as dragon quest is that sort of screen you get in dragon quest yeah well the the original dragon quest games if you remember are like from dragon warrior slash quest there's you don't you don't really see your characters at all it's just the picture of the person and then you pick what to do and then you see like the slice go through them so it's like the same it's the same setup pretty much like like earthbound is the same setup. yeah yeah like earthbound it's like that okay. And then, and then later, I mean, way later, you they changed up, changed it up a little bit. Like Dragon Quest Nine, you can see your characters, and they kind of run around and do different stuff. But for the first, like, I think for the first like five or six of them, it was all just like where you just saw the enemy, and then you pick what you're doing, and you just see the slash go through. But it, there's a part also where it walks down a hallway that's like first person. That's not, I mean, that'd be more like Ultima, I guess, one of those type of games. But it is, yeah, it is similar. Like when you where you pick the attack and whatever, so. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I remember that boss. That was hilarious. And uh, I, yeah, I, I saw like some of them was a uh, Mona. Mona was like sci-fi was what hers were. And it's it's, it's mostly like just like there's a theme. Like one of them says reality. Is, is I forget who. I, maybe that's dribbles, but I don't know. But yeah, I played through the GameCube one again just to just to take a look at it. I also found uh, I also found uh, what was it? Uh, I bought it. Yeah, I bought a few used stuff. I bought like I bought the Dragon Warrior one and two, and I bought uh, what was it? Mario uh, Mario Party Seven. I found that for somewhat cheap. I found it for twenty eight bucks, which is the cheapest that I've seen it because most of the time they sell it for like fifty or sixty. So I got that. What system is that for? The GameCube. That was the last. That was the last GameCube Mario Party. Is that one? Did that it have was, a microphone or was that six? Micro. Yeah, six came with a microphone. I'm sure there were some sevens that came with a microphone too, but the one that I bought didn't. But uh, and I think both times, like the one because I bought it, I I traded it in for Mario for Mario Party Eight on Wii, so that's what happened to that version <laughs> of it. So I bought so I bought it again. It's it's still pretty cool. We uh, we played it afterwards. So I, you got uh, your GameCube hooked up with your Waybird. It's ready to rock on your TV. Yeah, we actually played it. Uh, I bought a I bought an extension. I bought an extension for the system, like a like an AV cable that's like that's like five feet long or whatever so we actually played we actually played it old school we did it like it like if it was a mario party championship we did it we did corded controllers for uh for mario party because i only have i only have two wave birds and there were three of us playing so so we ended up just going old school because if i if i use the um, av extension i can like put the wave i can put the game the gamecube like on the like on the coffee table that's in my living room Right. So that so then there's less cords to trip over. That's like what I did when I did that uh, 64 party. Also, was just just have like one extension to the TV, and then you put the 64 like on the coffee table so it can stretch out to all the all the seats. And then you plug it in somewhere closer to you, so it's not stretching yeah. across. 
Yeah, and then I plug it into the power strip that's by the that's by the couch. That's to the left of the couch. That's how I do my Super Nintendo. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's the best way to do like old school multiplayer, I think. Unless you can find a way a, a way to wirelessly send AV to the TV, which I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is some way for that. But there's but definitely I, lag. Uh, yeah, well then there's lag. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a uh, yeah, it's it's cool. The um, what was it? Uh, Pixel Junk Monsters and Poke Park Wii came out today or not today thursday on my birthday for the eShop. did you download either of those i did not but i i had one of the i had one of the pixel junk games for ps3 i think it was shooter but i didn't i that kind of caught me off guard i didn't expect any of those to make it to the to make it to the eShop. are they sort of like the bit trick games where they're like one universe but a bunch of different types of games i guess i think pixel junk is like the company maybe and it's just all different things I mean, what I played was just a little, like, shooter game where you went around and rescued people, which was kind of fun, but I didn't really play. I know there's, like, five or six other ones, but I think it's, yeah, I think it's similar to that. But they're, all, I mean, they're pretty good. I mean, they're worth worth looking at. I don't even, I don't even remember, I don't remember much of the Poke Park game at all, but uh, from, from what I saw of the, of the screenshots, it kind of looks like, kind of looks like the games from Pokemon Stadium, like the mini games. Is it a multiplayer game? I, I don't know. I guess so. I mean, it looks like it. It showed, like, Pikachu, like, running in a race against other Pokemon and some other stuff. I mean, it's called it's called Pikachu's Adventure, so I don't know. It's just it's such a weird, it's such a weird game to put on there. Is it like Pokemon TV? <laughs> I, I never played Pokemon TV. I don't know. It could yeah, be. Yeah. It's, but it seems, like, obscure like that. Or Pokemon Channel. I can't remember. It's that same sort of thing. Well, it's more Pokemon love. get plenty of that. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I think maybe they think that if they put it up there, then they'll sell. They'll sell more for it. Maybe we uh we're gonna do uh we're gonna do a giveaway at some point in this in this uh podcast. So like wherever wherever you have to listen to most of it to find out where it is. But uh if you if if one of you listeners ends up using the giveaway, it's for Street Fighter Four on 3ds. It was a uh, extra from the humble bundle that I got. But if you have to, if you happen to get it, please let us know. Uh, we have a we have a email for the podcast nintendomain.podcast at gmail dot com. So. If you end up getting it, please email us and, or let us know. And, uh, you know, rate us on iTunes if you can. It is, it helps us to be, you know, it helps people to find us better, I guess. We still have it's no amazing. ratings. <laughs> it's what makes us legit, so I guess we're not legit yet. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, we, I mean, right. some people, somebody's, li- somebody's listening to us, they're just not rating us. Why don't you just get on iTunes already, people who are listening? <laughs> yeah. Just abandon your Android and buy an iPhone. Well, you can, yeah. I think you can do, can you do it, uh, can you use iTunes through Android? I don't know. I think you'd have to use it on your computer, maybe. Oh, well, we're on Google Play also, so you can rate us on that <laughs> if you have an Android. You can rate yeah. us on that, too, if you want. Did you, uh, you know, did you, did you end up getting the, um, the Zelda from last week? I did, uh, Phantom Hourglass? Yeah. I had to. I was intrigued by playing that game on TV. Yeah, I was actually I was wrong last week. You actually can't put the touch screen just the touch screen on the TV. You have to do you have to do like one of the combination ones where it's like one's bigger and the other one's smaller. That's the only way you can do it. I did uh try what you were telling me the where you hold it like portrait Hold, style. Holding it sideways, yeah. That works really well. And then yeah, it, like, on, on TV it shows it. I was expecting it to be sideways on TV, but it shows it. You know, so if someone's watching you play it doesn't look weird on the TV. Yeah, it's a, it's actually it's actually a better way to show it than the than the mode where it shows that ugly DS on there when it shows the original DS, which is the default. Yeah, which, 
which is awful. Like, I don't know why that's the default. It's like the ugliest way to show any DS on the TV. So it when like, like the brick DS, yeah, yeah. Well, when, well, when like Yoshi's Island came out, I was trying to find a good way to put both screens on the TV, but not in that ugly version. And I tried the sideways one because I knew it would show both of them on the TV. So I tried to play it like that, and I just I, I couldn't do it. Like where it showed it, you know, where it showed it like on the TV, right? But it was sideways on the pad. But man, going back to that game and playing it, it's like it feels like an, a mobile game. You know, like what a mobile game should be like if it was done. Oh sure. I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I played through the first. Uh, I think I played through the first dungeon on it, and I was like, I thought it was, I thought it looked really cool still. And it's and yeah, since none of the buttons really work, you can easily use it sideways, like how I would for like how I did for the Star Fox one, where you where you hold holding the where you hold the controller. Yeah, you'll actually get some use out of your stylus. Yeah, or you can not- use a pen with a cap on it. Oh yeah, I remember doing that when the when the DS first came out. I was doing the pen. I, I did the pen with no, you know, without the writer out or whatever. But that can actually scratch your screen, so I only did it. Only did it for so long. It depending on what type of pen it is and how vigorously you scratch the screen. Yeah, well, if it's like some of them have like pretty hard, you know, pretty hard end that'll that'll scratch the screen. I also I bought a what was it I bought, I bought Super Meat Boy also. I only played a little bit of that though. Oh, you got it on the Wii U BC. Yeah, so I got both of them. Yeah, I think it's just on Wii U. I don't think there's a 3DS one. But yeah, I get to try that one out. The uh, and also I noticed that uh, the Citizens of Earth 3DS has been pulled from the from the shop. Like we said, yeah. like we said, it might have last week. I think it so, happened the day after we recorded that. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Where it's just like, oh, and there, then it's gone. I also saw some uh, some news saying that the NX might be shown at the TGS. Actually, I don't know if it's actually news. I think just it was a rumor, or somebody heard one thing that thought maybe that'd be the next, since that's the next thing after after E3. When is TGS? Is that in September? I'm not sure. I'm not sure when it is. I will say yes that it's in September. I didn't. I didn't really look. I guess I should have looked online to figure out to figure out when it was. I'm just guessing. Yeah, the um, was it Kimishima said more stuff about uh, NX being different. It's a third pillar, probably the whole third pillar thing again. Yeah, which we've heard multiple times, but people are actually like, "Oh, is it? It's going to be real different." I'm like, "No, it's no. They're just saying that. They just do that. They always do that. You know." And then when it comes out, it'll be whatever it is. It's obviously not going to be that different because it has Zelda on it. You know, it's not going to be like, you know, it's not going to be like a phone or something because it has to play like the new Zelda game. It's going to be an ecosystem. It's going to be a syringe that you just you just put in your arm, and then you're hallucinating for the whole game. It's just a power glove that you put on, and it's got little needles inside of it that open your nerves. <laughs> that sounds awful. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember the interactor for Sega Genesis? Do you remember that thing? It I was remember like the commercial a, store, and I or maybe or, or maybe it was for everything, but it came out in the nineties, and it and it was a vest that you put on that would like punch you. <laughs> like while you were playing Mortal Kombat, like something like that, I always thought that'd be funny. Like to because they had the commercial for it, where it's like the interactor, like it like vibrates when you get hit or whatever. And I always thought it'd be figured it'd be funny to have like a joke commercial where you see a kid just like just like hanging and he's like bleeding out everywhere, and it's, <laughs> and it shows like the finishing move where Baraka like impales you, and the and the vest impales you too. <laughs> and then you die from the interactor. That's that'd be, that'd what be I want my games to be like. I want there to be a real <laughs> risk, <laughs> a real risk to get him to get impaled to like the the interactor. We could do a we could do a whole show sometime on uh, stupid peripherals for <laughs> for for uh, you know for systems. There, are, there, are, there were a lot of them. I had this U Force thing for the NES that never worked, but it was like uh, 
it's like you held these you held these plastic things and hit these buttons and it would like had this sort of like reflective thing on the bottom and you moved it over the screen that was supposed to be like you could punch the air it was like you know it was like early Wii or whatever but it never worked ever I think I think I and I was it was supposed to you're supposed to be able to fly on it I tried it on the Top Gun game that I had it didn't work on that I tried it on like punch out didn't work on punch out either it was awful but i think there was a lot of stuff that came out at that time that just didn't work and you could just sell it and nobody really tested it you know <laughs> i think there i feel like there was some sort of thing like for uh revolving around do you remember eternal champions for uh genesis i feel like there was some sort of sensor thing that they had where you could like punch over it and it would make the guy punch i remember something like that too that they had that didn't work very well but yeah all those weird interactive things from the from the 90s yeah, if I remember correctly, that was just a some early force feedback that you wore on your body. Yep. <laughs> there was a there was like the scuba, I think it was called. There was like the head thing. I think this was around the time of like GameCube, but you could. There was an early VR thing that I remember where you wear it on your head, and it's just like the TV, and you plug your computer, you plug your whatever into it. I remember that. I guess it apparently didn't work that well because all I did was see like one ad for it in EGM and then never heard about it again. Is that the one where you say fire every time it fires and you keep yelling fire over and over? <laughs> no, fire, that was that. That was that headset that. Uh, well, there was a headset. There was a toy headset that did that. But uh, fire, fire, fire. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how a lot of those Mario Mario Party microphone games ended up. Was that where you just where you just yell fire 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 over and over again? Because you had to tell it to do different stuff. You I should never if that... play that game in a crowded movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if uh, I wonder if that's how uh, Odama is when you play that game. Left remember, left remember, left right flip. Remember, left flip. Yeah, right yeah. I mean, you have to tell it to do something. I don't know. I think you. Uh, I think you tell the troops what to do, and then you control the flippers. That's uh, yeah. That's still on my list for. Uh, it's on my list for games to get is uh, is Odama just to just to try it out. I want I I wanted to get a one one with a microphone. There's actually some available on Amazon that have microphones because it has like a clip thing that you put on your controller because you have to be able to talk into it and play with the controller at the same time. Yeah, I'm pretty intrigued by it. It's one of the weirdest concepts for a game I've ever heard. Yeah. Did you find anything more interesting on WarioWare Twisted that you hadn't mentioned last week? Not really. Mainly, I've just been. Trying to unlock everything, and so I, I've gotten some of the mini games, and the mini games by themselves are like a ton of fun. I got I unlocked Wario Bike. I don't know if you remember that. It's like Excite Bike, but you're Wario, and it looks just like Excite Bike. But yeah, there was yeah there was a that was in the first that was in the first WarioWare. That oh, it was, was? Of, that, yeah that was one of the well I mean it was one of the games it was one of the games on Wario set was you and a giant micro you and you and a giant motorcycle. On and you're basically on the Excite Bike track, and there's all the little guys driving by you too, and you have to dodge them. I mean, I'm sure it's different on the Twisted version, but there is like a little three second game of that on the first one. Yeah, the Twisted version, I wouldn't quite call it a full game, but I mean, it's a score attack sort of thing. You, there, there's little bags of money to collect, so you can get a score for playing it. And then, uh, depending on the angle, you have your bike leaned by twisting the system. Uh, you can like smash enemies it's kind of like it kind of blends mario one and excite bike because you're like bouncing on turtle heads and killing them and stuff you get power-ups and you get bigger and then you get like firepower and you can shoot it and then there's oh, cool. bowser is at the end of the level like sh- sh- 
shooting fire at you. Kill them if you have the fireballs. It's pretty fun. And then there's a... See, I think I... I don't know if I mentioned the ski game last week. I got the ski game. Oh, sure. Yeah, the one where you move after you jump off the ramp. Right? Yeah, you have to... Like you do you some sort of... Yeah. You twist the system to accelerate, and then when you hit the end of the jump, it shows a, a meter that determines your angle. And then you hit A to... You tap A to take off at that. Sure. I don't know. I, I love the little mini games. That's what I'm just trying to... Totally. So I'm also playing through all the story modes and trying to fill up the spin decks. And then you... Each Spindex game has, like, beat it a certain amount of times to get the crown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, or is it, is it still, like, the pinwheel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can never do it. I, I, I think the farthest I got on that was the very first WarioWare game, where I played through most of them. You know, the ones that I could, like, do without going insane. Because that's, it gets real tedious on that, where it's only, I can only go so far with it. Yeah. You just really have to set your sights on really, really got this one game, yeah. Really got to dedicate yourself to it. But that game definitely lends itself to, you can play it for three minutes if you want. In that time, you can play through, the, you know, you can do a lot in three minutes. Sure. Then you get pissed off and you turn it off and it's fine. It saves, <laughs> your, it saves your progress, you know, every time you play through something. Yeah, just play it. Yeah, you just, if, if you have the dedication, you can make it through all of them. So I don't know if they did they did they give you give you anything for beating every game. As far as I know, do. I never did. I got really close to unlocking everything, and then my file got erased on my original cartridge. Oh no! And so then I was probably didn't close. return to it again. Yeah, not until that's, recently. So got to take a break after that. Yeah, about ten years later, I'm playing through. But I would love to see this on virtual console. If they could do it right, it'd be great. I think I think they could do it for the Wii. I mean, well, technically they could do it. They could do it on the 3DS too. But yeah, it would it would be really nice to see it. Hopefully, hopefully they get to that. I uh, I made it through. Uh, I made it through Star Fox. Finally, I beat the um, I beat the boss of it. And that was the end of the game, huh? Yeah. No, I, I went through. I went through Venom again, and it doesn't. It doesn't take you back as far as you thought. As you thought that it would. It's. Uh, it it takes you back to the part when you first run into Star Wolf. So. It's, it. So it's. So it's not that bad to start it over again. But I actually, got I got pretty good at the um at the at the part with Andros because you can. There's enough like there's enough like uh, gold rings in there that you can get like you can get multiple extra lives every time you play them. So just just keep just keep getting extra lives every time you play them, and then you don't run out of lives, and you can just keep doing it until you until you destroy them. And so and and like it's it gets uh, like you did you get to the part where you kind of like where after you destroy the hands after you destroy both of the hands of him. Yeah, and then he pushes you back out, right? Yeah, but then you come back in, and then he does where it's like where he sucks everything up and blows and blows it at you, like he did in the original game, like when he shoot, blows blows the debris at you. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get to the debris part. Oh, okay. He blew me out of the stage, and then I got killed right after that. Oh sure. Yeah, you gotta you gotta just you gotta get your exit out of there pretty quickly. Just turn into the to the R wing and find the right hole, and then it's just. I don't know. It it just it didn't take me very long to 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 get it. So you know, if you feel like diving back into it, give it another try. It's not that hard. I don't think. So close. I mean, I just I just kind of tried it again, and it was just like wasn't too hard. And it has a cool it has a cool ending that's like has some moments. I thought there was some funny stuff that I remembered from the from the original game. Like they do they do like some some little jokes and stuff in in the in the credits. That that play that play on the original the original ending sequence from the sixty four one. I thought was oh, cool. Little fan service. Yeah, some stuff where it's like, oh, it's, it's, I expect it to be this way, but it's a little different. But it is like very much that that you could say that that part's like very much the same with a couple with a couple changes. 
that to adapt it to the new thing. But and it has the same thing where you can stamp, where you do the stamp for like all the damages, and they show you the price and all that. One of my favorite parts. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'll I'll do it. I've, I've finished. I finished it, and then I went, and then I went through and played the tutorial levels like for a while, and went back through and, and got some of got some of the alternate pathways and tried to get some of the uh, gold medals. So it's still proving to have replay value for you. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played it. I like I played it a little bit, and then I haven't played it since. But it's I don't know. I still feel like it gets better every time you play it. So it needs dedication. It does need dedication. It's like a sure. record that you have to listen to twenty times to start liking. <laughs> it's, it's, you an, like every track. it's an it's an acquired taste, right? As they say. Yeah. It's like uh it's like the it's like the um the seafood and crab uh, subway sandwich. I, I had to eat that a couple times before I before I liked it. With that fake with the fake crab meat. Then you or, just any, or any other sort of weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it after that. Well I used to work there and I would make the I would make it where you like you know, you cut it apart and you mix it with the mayonnaise and all that and I would eat some of it while I was doing that. I would just eat. It. I ate it until I ended, ended up liking it, so it worked. I'm glad you could grow as a human. Enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah, uh, you became a better person. Pretty much. Did you ever? Did you ever get your NES fixed at all? Or are they are they still dead? Them guys is dead. Um, it's not. I mean, I could I, I could buy a connector, and I probably will eventually and mess around with them a little more. It's, you know, it's fun to open them up and see what makes them tick, or you know, at least get an idea of the parts. I don't really know how it works wouldn't say that i did uh you know i can i can tear apart a game boy advance sp and put it back together really fast it's a lot simpler than that you know the internals so i have confidence that i can mess around and do something sure i have a uh, i have a retron in the mail on its way for me it's supposed to be getting uh monday so soon yeah, let me know how that how those retron how that retron works when you end up getting it. Is it a is it an HDMI out? No, it's standard composite cables. Oh, okay. I've got so I've got my VCR hooked up to my TV, and that's the main thing I've been using it for. Is it's just an easy AV plugs to get to for classic consoles. Oh, you plug you plug the system into the into the V into the VHS or the VCR, right? And then the VCR runs to the TV, and then I don't have to plug it into the back of the TV every time. Uh, and I know I'm must, adding extra interference. I was going to say, that must that must look awful. Or does it look okay? Like, is it, I plugged my VCR into an HDTV, and it looked awful. Well, but the, when you're just piggybacking the signal, it's not quite the same. You're not seeing a VHS signal. You know, you're just, it's just running it straight to those AV cables. I'm sure there's it, some extra interference, but... It's just like a run through, so it doesn't look it doesn't look like muddy or anything like that. I mean, any yeah. muddier than it normally would. Yeah, <laughs> my know? experience is that it's fine with uh, all the Super Nintendo stuff I've played. So I've got high hopes that it'll work okay, and it'll at least be passable, so I can play some NES games and we can talk about them. So yeah, so now so now you can record uh, now you can record your your playthroughs through uh, through the VHS. Well, that's exactly what I was hoping to do. Uh, I've been doing some research for. Uh, uploading video to the computer. I don't know what do you call that. It's, there's a name for that. Capture card, I think. Yeah, I actually have. Um, I bought a thing at one point. I wonder if it would actually work well for like capturing and all that. But I, I bought a thing that has like AV plugs on it, where you plug it in basically, so you can plug AV plugs into your computer. I bought one of those like when I graduated college, just so I could just so I could upload all my VHSs to my computer. So I figured it would work the same way, right? With the uh, with the um, with the games as well, I think so. Were you talking about a similar thing to that? 
Yeah, and then I was also really curious, and I haven't done a whole lot of research, but I was wondering if, even though it'll come out on the uh, HDTV looking kind of shitty, I wonder if I record through the VCR, since it's going straight into the VCR through an analog signal, if it'll, like, the recording will be nicer. Oh, I don't know. It's something I was really interested in checking out, yeah. getting an, an analog recording of an analog signal. Sure, yeah. I don't know. It's I should, something I want to experiment. With. Yeah, it's, I should I should dig up that that uh, plug thing that I had because I think it's like I it, I think it only works with specific computers though because it's like a it's basically like an AV to like a FireWire and I also needed to use there was a capture program that I had with Final Cut Pro that I used with it and it would only work with that which came with my old computer which won't work on my new computer so I'd have to find a new way to to capture it through that. Is but, FireWire even a thing anymore? Not really, not on the not on the new computers. Well, I mean, I think it is to a point, but the new Mac laptops they've taken everything away other than USB. Like USB is the only thing on there. Like no disk drives, no FireWire, just USBs. So it's kind of a pain. But mine's an but mine's an older mine's an older model that has the new FireWire on it. So or the the you know the whatever the last FireWire was before they did away with it. So I could still and I have a cord that goes from old to new. So I could make it work. Probably, I just need to find a capture program of some type. It's something that'd be fun to test out. I just want to see. Yeah. If you do a a let's play on VHS, sure. Did you uh, did you end up getting the pocket jockey at all? The solitaire jockey game, or playing through the demo? I know that I played re- the demo. I, I did that, play it a little bit. I know it released last week for only like seven dollars. I was wondering if you actually ended up buying it. I haven't bought it yet, but I've got my eye on it. Did you like the uh, demo? Yeah, I liked it fine. I th- yeah, I thought it was, I'm sure I mentioned it in the other one, but I thought it was kind of funny about how like, isn't the guy like the guy like dies and then he comes back to life and he asks him what his what his dream is and he's like I want to I want to be oh he said something like I want to I want to race but I'm only good at playing solitaire so that's how they made right. it to he's where like, like you have to play you're really good at he's like uh I think I'm kind of good at solitaire right then you will use solitaire to race yeah it's a, such a bizarre story to get it to get it like that but. Really, how else are you going to explain that you win a horse race by playing solitaire? Yeah, and bringing, like, death and fate and stuff into a game about horse racing. I mean, where there's where there's gambling, there's superstition, so it all kind of, it does kind of work. I ended up getting the, I, I got the pit cross, too. I, I don't remember if I said that last week or not. Oh, but, I, but I played some, of, played some of the pit cross. It's pretty nice, right? It's a nice little thing to just uh, kick back and play. Yeah, I like, I like pit cross, so I, I was, I, I liked playing on it. It's, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, There's quite a bit of content for what it is. Yeah, plenty. I mean, I, I've run out of things to get, I guess. I could get Mitomo outfits, but who wants that, really? <laughs> well, I'm doing my best to try to keep getting points. Like, I'm not answering questions that much and stuff anymore, so I'm not just, getting all the coins I could get. But Yeah, I just, I, check, I just check in to get whatever the daily bonus is, pretty much. I think that in, if they're saying the rewards expire in July, maybe we'll get new games in July, and then it'd be good to have the points already there to buy them. Yeah, hopefully there'll be something worth getting in July. I don't know. So it might not be a bad idea to stockpile on points and just keep them. Yeah, keep uh, keep getting those. And I know you I I got I got enough points for uh I got I got the, I got enough of the points for the um for the pick cross thing by, you know, saying that they could send me emails and all that which you get like an extra 60 points for. I just kept I would just go in every day and just like click through people's answers and not really read them. Sorry people. But just <laughs> Fast, fast forward through to get all the points I could get, and then when it stopped paying out, I'd stop. 
Yeah, got to get those five coins for everybody. Then I'd answer as many questions as I could until it stopped giving me coins. And then I would, you know, I'd go through and do that. Change my clothes one time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just, all you have to do is like change your hat or like, right. you know, Take change your, your shoes or something or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do just do one thing. Uh, so, yeah. You can just make yourself naked. That counts as changing your outfit. It, yeah. Know. It doesn't matter as long as it looks, as You're long as skipping. one thing has changed. So yeah, you can really you can do all that in a matter of five minutes if you set your mind to it. So that's a good way to just get all your points every day. It kind of waters down the point of the app, I guess, because you give it a lot of one-word answers or not really reading people's content. Sure, that could put their heart and soul into. But. Could kind of do it for less, even if you need to. Well, let me let me do this. Let me do this code real quick before we forget. This, is, right. a, this is the code for Street Fighter Four on 3DS. Um, it is, uh, I believe it's, they, they're zeros instead of O's, right? Like, I know there's a way, like when you put the code in, I think it has to be Yeah, a, a it zero won't allow you to put in O's, so yeah, say zero. Oh, okay. So it's B0L6Y5FF27WMGDF6. So, I'll do it one more time. B0L6Y5FF27WMGDF6. W M G D F six. If any of you end up getting that, please uh, send us an email at nintendomain.podcast at gmail.com. And just let us know that, that you got it, because it's nice to know that, you know, somebody got a free game out of listening to this show today. So, And who knows, maybe there will be other free games in the future, because I might know someone who has codes. You might? <laughs> yeah. I, I think... Yeah, I figured we'd uh, so we could offer more, more codes in the future. So stay tuned for that. So uh, take a little break. have a topic of the week for this week but what i was thinking as we were talking i was thinking like what do you what do you think about so like this news about nintendo and the movie thing and all that let's say nintendo like actually gets like a movie company like akin to like marvel movies or whatever what would be like the movie that you would like to see from them if if you know if you could see anything like what would you like to see on the big screen well i think people are gonna you know kind of clamor to like the main franchises like they want to see like Metroid, or they want to see Zelda, or they want to see a, a proper Mario. I don't know how that would work, but you know, if it was all CGI, maybe it could be. Because I think wasn't Kimishima kind of saying like they learned from the live action Super Mario movie that maybe they shouldn't do live action. I don't know. I mean, I, I know like that I might was probably been, what that they. Might have been a lot of asks that I read too. It could. I can't remember who. I know, I know. Me, I know. Miyamoto was very much like no, like no more live action or no more movies in general after that. You know that kind of, that, that kind of killed it for him. I mean, they know how to do it. Yeah, they know how to do it wrong for sure. But how cool would it be to like? You know, I know they recently revitalized Kid Icarus with Uprising, but still like something like that, or I don't know, like Mole Mania. Yeah, 
from the cable. You know, what if they, what if you did, took something obscure and like drill, drill dozers? Really, yeah, what if you took something obscure that was still a first party thing, but maybe it's like a one off thing? Or what if you took a whole era of games? What if I guess that could get Wreck It Ralphie, but still, you know, like a like if you took a whole like 1980 through 85 and somehow linked those universes together, Captain N style. I don't know. Oh like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't there's know. so much. There's so much potential, and then there's almost also so much potential to ruin. Like if you jump right into trying to make a Zelda movie, or and I guess you're not going to be ruining it. You just might make a shitty movie. I guess you're not going to ruin Zelda by making a bad Zelda. Yeah. Still, like people have been looking for it for thirty years now. So yeah, it's kind of hard to. I mean, it's hard to think of like their games as movies because they're so not really dialogue driven. I think it's part of it. But they're still... so quirky in their mechanics. Like, how do you translate that? To... I mean, but they've been dipping into it. Like, they did those They did those Pikmin videos for a minute when Pikmin 3 came out. If you remember those. I remember, like, they made them and you could buy them for a couple dollars or whatever. And, they had, and they've had, like, various anime stuff, too. Like, I know there was, like, the Cat Mario anime show that they had. And there was, like, that F-Zero show also that came out like well years ago but they had that they had that f-zero anime and there's like a kirby there was a kirby anime for a while too so and then you know the the peak the pokemon anime like went over really really well and they're still making those so i don't know there were were pokemon movies yeah i always wanted uh i always wanted there to be like a super tripped out animated super mario brothers movie like just kind of go like balls to the wall and just make it like really fucking weird as shit and like super like drug induced you know and just make it kind of like a 90 minute version of touch fuzzy get dizzy that's kind of what i always <laughs> wanted that's what i always wanted for my nintendo for my nintendo movie was just like just just go crazy with it just make the colors like super bright like put it in 3d whatever you know <laughs> just make it make it fucking crazy and just go bizarre just let just let miyamoto just write up some weird ass story for it you should be able to bring your like, 3ds to the movie theater and like it displays facts about the movie and <laughs> it has it has ar that'd be interesting there's like an augmented reality thing where you point your 3ds at it and it's like it's like the pop-up video you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> this guy came from here and this guy came from here and you could play a little game in the corner while it's happening yeah that'd be interesting do you remember uh do you remember those uh did you ever go into any of those like interacted movies where you could like vote for different outcomes of, of certain stories it was like it happened. Uh, it happened when I was in high school. I went to like one, but like for a second, there was like a thing where you could go to a movie, and there was like a button. There was like three buttons next to you, and you would, and this movie would like ask you like, "What? What do you want to see in this next part?" And you would like hit a button, like, and whoever hit the button the most out of all the seats, like, you would show that. So it was an interactive movie. It didn't really go off. It really didn't take off at all. But I went to it once, like in the nineties. And I could see that as being a Nintendo thing, like with them being all different, like putting putting controllers like in your seats and having you be able to change the outcome of the story in some way. I could see that in the future. I could also see them doing something like, you know, without it being a complete rip, like, like that movie. But think of like the Lego movie. That was a fantastic movie using the Lego license to like to do all kinds of cool, fun stuff. Like they could do something like that where it was like just... Yeah, maybe it was in the Mario universe, and maybe it was a serious final goal of saving the princess or whatever they have to do, but it would be really funny along the way. Humor and stuff. Good writing, and Luigi would say dumb stuff, and he gets scared all the time. <laughs> well, they could do, I mean, they could do, like, like some of the plots from, like, the Mario the Mario RPG stuff. Yeah. You know, have uh, even though they don't really say anything, but it'd be kind of funny if they still like talked in gibberish in there. I don't know. I'd be interested to see it. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember when uh, the guy who directed The Crow did that Samus commercial, like from uh, or Metroid commercial from like when they released Metroid Prime and Fusion? 
Do you remember that? Yeah. Like Alex Proyas, like actually directed a live action Metroid commercial. He was the same I guy who did like did like Dark City. That was that was really cool. I remember that. Like that was kind of them. And then there was like all these rumors about you know Metroid being a movie and all that. I think it has the potential to be. I think it could be the best. I guess her rolling into a little ball is the part. Yeah. CGI man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can, you know, if you've seen, like, any of the, like, Avengers superhero stuff, like, Tony Stark does a lot of crazy shit with his, with his suit that would never actually work. So, you know, a little, little CGI in there, you can make it, you can make it believable. But I think you could have a good story, Metroid Universe. It would probably end up being a little, like, alien. Well, yeah, sure. I just, I just can't wait until they make a movie and then they make a game of the movie. So it'll be like, I'm playing the game based on the movie based on the game. That's all, that's all I want. <laughs> like the Street Fighter uh, movie edition game, if you ever played that, which is pretty hilarious. I, never did. I don't think anybody should, but it did. It did exist. They made a they made a video game of the of the movie inspired by the game. Were all the sprites like modeled after the actors in the movie? Yeah, they were. Okay. It, it looked it looked awful, but uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. Like, I mean, I I I think it'd be easy to make a movie out of like Fire Emblem. You know, that's like really that's like really like dialogue based and story based. You know they went for that or did some sort of anime or or any some sort of anime series with that i could see working really well man what about just a a mario rpg movie that could be fucking sweet yeah or mario or any any of the mario rpg plots you could go with that like there's never been a movie that was called something rpg as far as i know that could be a concept (laughs) Super, super mario rpg the movie and and everybody i think everybody knows what an rpg is now right Yeah, when that it's came a, out, like nobody really knew what they were. Car. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the gun from Call of Duty. No, that's that's the BFG. I don't know what well, that's doing, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a big friendly giant. That's another movie that's coming out. <laughs> yeah, that too. What if the NX is just like interactive movies, like those old, like those old bad PC PC games? I hope NX isn't just like a version of on live, you know, one of those streaming game sites. Oh yeah, that would be that would be funny, but not but not funny at the same time. Not funny. Not funny be cool if they used if they use some sort of like some sort of franchise that they haven't really used in a while or some japanese thing you could make a movie out of star tropics that's a that's a game that we have to do a episode on at some point for nes because that's a beautiful game it's like zelda game with that time has forgotten yeah it's like a zelda without zelda that's always the game i wanted them to make a new version of like if anybody would ask me like what what nintendo game would you like to see that they have made in a while would be Make a fucking 3D Star Tropics. It'd be great. You know, or, or make it, the lead character is his name like Mike Smith or something. It's really, yeah, I think it's it's Mike something or other because he because he becomes a girl at one point in the first one and he changes to, he, he changes to Michelle <laughs> because they he, he does actually have he changes to sex at one point because he goes to a world he goes to this um, this town that's all women and you can only come you can only enter as a woman and he gets a magic spell cast on him that turns him into a woman. Wow, that was like uh, that happened later on in Final Fantasy VII. Oh yeah. Well, not a magic spell. You just dress as a. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Well, they they pulled it from that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Jerks. <laughs> the um, I was uh, I was playing uh, Dragon Warrior two earlier, and uh, there's this, there's like a there's like it's like an older game that I haven't played before, but I was still blown away by the uh, fact that the whole map, like all, like pretty much the whole map of Dragon Warrior One, is in the game. And I just kind of found it, and it's really fucking cool. I didn't, I didn't even really know about it. And I went to the, um, I went to the final castle, and I found like the main, like where the secret weapon was in there, and it's still there. Which I thought was awesome. 
a side note, but speaking of old RPGs, it was, it was really rad. Wow, so they just have the entire first game's map like as an extra spot you can travel to. Yeah, once you get the, once you get the um, once you get the boat, you can find it, and it's all and it's like all of Alfgard. Like, cause the original the original map is just like a continent, and the second one has multiple continents. But once you get the ship, you can find that old area because they all they're all, they all the the first three all take place in the same like world. So the land is still there. It's just a hundred years later. So some of the some of the towns are gone and like some stuff has changed but the but the uh the final boss area is, is still there and the regular town is there but you can find some cool secret stuff in there which i thought was really neat so you were able to get a really nice weapon by going back there yeah i found like the sword of the hero like the sword i beat with beat the original game with you can find that and i found that there and it's nice. in the, and it's pretty much in the same spot that it was it's a little bit less it's a little bit less confusing to get there but it's still like in the middle of the map and you still pretty much go the same way there's just less ways to to get you confused and, and i guess you can go to the to the descendant of the old boss too and talk to him but i haven't found him yet hey what's up i beat your dad yeah <laughs> pretty much it's cool it took, it's, yeah took away his xp i guess uh i guess the uh pokemon gold and silver works like that too where you can find like all of the uh you can find all of the map of the original Pokemon in there, and find all the original Pokemon within it. Wow. So, so after you beat the game, you go back to the you go back to the region from the from the blue and red, which I I never got that got to there because I never beat gold and silver. But I heard it's really cool. And was that uh, one of Awada's magic tricks? He worked. He like was able to fit that extra content. Yeah, he worked on that one. I know. I know he worked on gold and silver. So maybe he stuck it on there for that. They should I do that more that, often. I remember in games. reading. I think. That- that was something he did. He helped them like trim down the code where it would. He probably did. He was a magician with that type of stuff. So I don't know. Well, judging by the success of uh, verse three, I wouldn't be surprised if it did another round. Another round of what? Well, if they did like silver and gold next. What was the? Was there silver gold? Was there another? Was there a third one for that? Oh yeah. What do, what do you mean? You mean like for a uh... virtual console on the 3ds? Oh yeah, yeah. They should do that. Yeah. Well, they sold the. Yeah, they sold the. I wasn't sure what you're talking about. They they sold the original one really really well. The blue the blue and red and yellow and I think it was silver and gold and platinum. That makes sense because they're all metals. Yeah. Because yeah, all of them had a th- all of them had a third one except for X and Y so far. And one black and white. Black and white didn't have a third one either. Didn't have like a I don't know what would be between black and white a gray version <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I guess that would be that would be kind of boring, but the gray album. Yeah, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised at all if they announce another that they'll do another Pokemon if they end up doing if they're like we'll, we'll do silver and gold again plus platinum or whatever the other one was. What do you think the third one will be if they, with Sun and Moon? Are they going to do like Saturn? I don't think they're going to do a third one because they don't they haven't done that. Pokemon. They, do they haven't done it. They haven't done it since like whatever the DS one was. It was what was it? A uh, Diamond and Pearl. And then I forget what the third one was, was for that, but uh, 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 crystal, crystal. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> don't quote me on that as being it. Do you think? Do you think that there would ever? Do you think that they would make a Metroid movie? I mean, they're being, they're like not doing anything on the games, but do you think that would come back for a movie if they actually did do a movie thing? I think it's probably the most logical of all the franchises. In my I think, opinion, I think they should make a movie of Pocket Jockey. I think that's like their actual. <laughs> I think that's their Oscar. That's coming. Is that they just make a movie about that guy and the solitaire horse? I mean, that's what they need. Just go for something really obscure like that. They should just the just tagline went out of the park. The tagline should be "See this movie alone, solitaire." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> solitaire jockey. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would, I would see that. I, I kind of wish they would do. They would just go do something weird and see if anybody sees it. They did. Yeah, 
they, they've got so much material to dig from. I'm sure they can find something. I mean, yeah, a lot of people would say a Zelda movie. It, it makes a lot of sense. Well, yeah, Zelda's the one. But, that, but that what you're really get. makes sense is to make like a Yoshi movie, and then kids would love it. It would just be a kids movie. And they'd make it. Yeah, just make it like Terminator, like what we talked before. <laughs> like where, uh, <laughs> where, where, like uh, what's his face, uh, Magic Koopa goes back in time to uh, to take the to take the kids out before they before they grow old enough to take Bowser out. It's like we got to start with the storks. <laughs> that would be pretty funny if they did like a sci-fi. They did if they did the sci-fi Yoshi's Island uh, Terminator movie. <laughs> Boshi could make a cameo. Yeah, Boshi should be in and should be in any of the movies. Bring him back. Bring back Boshi. What about Wario? What about Wario? Where the movie and it's just like a series of three second like vignettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, yeah, a collection of short films. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know the warrior. And in, the, and, and, and in the end, you just don't know. I mean, you could you could do a story with that easily with like Mona and all of them. Like I could, I would watch that. Like if they an, actually, un, an unlikely savior of the universe, or a savior of the world, it would be Wario, like or Wario Man actually, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's just trying to like make money, and like somehow he stumbles across a way to like keep the world from getting destroyed. He becomes a hero, but he doesn't really want to be a hero. He just wants to make a bunch of money. Well, yeah, of course, and he, but he's, but then you gotta work, you gotta work. You could work Wario Man in there somewhere, I guess, with his, uh, with his garlic powder, <laughs> with his garlic powder and farting. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a great one. It'd be, it'd be a great kids movie. Kids love garlic and farting. I mean, I could see like, is is I, I mean, is there are there like a is there a Splatoon anime? I wouldn't be surprised if there was. I haven't really looked into it, but that seems like something because I I know that's huge in Japan. Splatoon movie, Splatoovie. Well, there's some, I mean, there's enough story in that that they could, because Platoon is like in the future when like everything's dead, except for like those two different creatures and man has somehow combined with squid or whatever. You could make it, you could make a sci-fi movie out of that. Man and squid have become one. I could see that as a, as a, on the sci-fi channel, like the, you know, like Crocosaurus, like Squidman, like along, along that line. Squidman. Yeah. Squidman. A collection of Squidmans. Or, or Squid or Squid Boys. I forget. They're like they're supposed to be kids. Like are you kid a kid or a squid or whatever? Squid kid. Squid kid. Yeah, totally. There's so many options. What about what about an Animal Crossing movie? It's just like a person hanging out with animals all day. Well, did I tell you about a? Uh, I've never said this on the podcast. Maybe I should. <laughs> did I tell you about my horror movie that I wrote about the Animal Crossing? Well, I never. I didn't fully write it like script wise. But I did make a fake trailer for it at school. But uh, I made I I came up this this movie was called Real Time Prairie. That's what I called it. It was like my you know instead of saying Animal Crossing, but it's basically a horror movie about a person that like it was inspired by playing Animal Crossing. It's about this guy who gets this uh, basically gets like you know a sim type game like Animal Crossing, and he plays it like every day for a month. And then he gets, like, a job or, like, something happens to his family, whatever. Anyway, he can't play the game anymore. So, like, the game, like, kind of comes after him and, like, shows up in his in his actual town. So, like, he's, he, he plays and he stops playing. And then all of a sudden he sees, like, there's this store that was in Animal Crossing that shows up in the, in the real town. And he's like, what's going on? And he, like, turns the game back on. And then the guys are like, where did you go? You know, you can't leave. And he's like, oh, this is weird. I'm not going to play it anymore. And then, like, so then, like, the actual weird animal creatures start showing up in town as well so i wanted to make them all like low poly and all that but like in the real world and they like chase him down and eventually he has like a girlfriend that gets stolen so he has to go into animal crossing to fight like the mayor at the end of it and then he ends up defeating the mayor and then he decides that he doesn't want to go want to go back to the real to the real world so he ends up uh you know living out his days with his girlfriend in this magical video game world of his i don't own. see tortimer pretty much being up much of a fight <laughs> 
Well, well, there would be different characters, you know, and it, he may like look like a turtle or whatever. But then, you know, when he once you find out what they're real, they're real like demons or whatever, you know, he'll become some sort of huge mutated thing that you have to fight. It's gonna be like the permanent midnight of animals. But I thought I thought the idea of like seeing like those little low poly animals like in real life chasing you was pretty frightening, <laughs> you know, at <laughs> that type of thing. I mean, I think they could. I think they could be freaky, even though they're super cute. But the cuteness can make them creepier. So hopefully, hopefully nobody you know listens to this and takes that idea because I thought that was the best idea for a video game horror movie I, I'd ever come up with. You know, but if, just but take if we this beloved franchise and shit all over it for the sake of <laughs> for the sake of fear. No, I know what you're saying. I'm sorry. I mean, maybe I'm being a little harsh there. I thought it was a good idea. Well, because it when I when the, when the Animal Crossing came out, that's that kind of what happened to me. Like I could, it like took over my life, and I was like, "What if?" I was like, "What if it was actually a sentient being?" And like it, or it's like it, it like needed me. It was like a symbi- like a symbiotic relationship, you know. And if I, I stopped playing, sort of fighting tort, it like, it like continued. Resetti. I think a better villain would be Rossetti. Oh, Rossetti, sure. But I mean, but I, you know, I figured it'd be the mayor, whoever. It has to be. It has to be like the main, the guy who's in charge of all of them, who's sending them. Who's trying to steal your soul for the game or whatever, you know? That's definitely Tom Nook then. <laughs> yeah, he could Tom Nook could be the bad guy. I mean the the he version runs, that the, runs all the commerce in the town. Yeah. He has a monopoly. Sure. The version that I wrote was was, you know, because I was pretty sure I could never use the Animal Crossing name, I changed everything around. But I don't know. I thought that at some point they would when he actually got in there and said that he wasn't gonna gonna wasn't gonna play it or was gonna try to go away from it, that they'd all change into some sort of monster that he has to fight because they have to throw a boss battle in there, even though there aren't really boss battles in Animal Crossing. But you know, it'd be one Not where yet. he has to where he has to pick some apples and throw them at the whatever. <laughs> I mean, Tortimer could turn into something Bowser like. You know, he's a, he's a he's a turtle too. He, he you could get chased and like you don't know what to do, and then you shake a tree and the bees come out. And then they yeah, <laughs> the bees come and then you got to chase them, but then get them to sting the other guy. See, this movie writes itself. I mean, yes. Nintendo, if you're listening, just run with it, man. <laughs> best let best uh, video game movie you. idea. Yeah let, yeah, let the bees do the work for you. <laughs> you already we'll got the, the bees. We'll have, we'll, have, <laughs> we'll have the soundtrack done by by uh, KK Slider. It's, it's, you know, it writes itself. Million dollar seller, Oscar winner. I'm telling you. I can hear now. I'd watch an Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, Animal Crossing horror movie would be great. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they do something. Hopefully here we hear something about E3, about it at E3, and uh, hopefully Nintendo cuts me a percentage of that once they take that Animal Crossing idea and run with it. But yeah, is there anything? Is there anything else that we missed for this week? I was, sorry, it's a little light on the topic, but you know we all we've all had we've all had crazy weeks. We promise we'll come back next week with something with something crazier than Nintendo movies, but. Uh, Anything else that we've missed? I, I sure can't think of anything right now. All right. Well, then, uh, thank you for joining us for this week's Nintendo do- Nintendo Domain episode. Number 25, I believe. Yeah, we're, we're 25 now. We're and if you, if you ended up getting the free game, please email us and let us know. And uh, please rate us on iTunes or Google Play, wherever you listen to. Listen to it and, you know, let us, let us, let us know how you're doing. Or comment on our Facebook page. Do anything. Yeah. We have been your hosts, uh, myself, Trey Johnson, and Jeremy McCaskey. And we will see you next week. Later. Now,
Oh, me, na, oh, na, me, 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 me.